0: Who do you think you are? What do you think you are? And not what is projected onto you, but what do you think you are?
1: You are hearing from Pierce Cruz. Today, Cruz and I will talk about his pieces that he debuted last November at the Stony Island Arts Bank on 67th and Stony Island Avenue. This event was a tribute to the 50th anniversary of the founding of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Today's episode, which is titled I Wanted to Be a Revolutionary, is going to explore the theme of modern black activism and Cruz will be our special guest. So as we walk through his exhibit that was a part of this exhibit as a whole, I'm going to look into that theme of wanting to be a revolutionary and why some people never cross the threshold of becoming a revolutionary. You are now tuned into Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio is a monthly podcast that premieres the first Tuesday of every month. Each month, I select a new topic and break it into three segments. Art Echo, which is two minutes of art reflections. Culture Digest, which is five minutes of conversations with special guests. And Three Under Three, which is three ideas I will present in under three minutes. Thank you for joining this Rebel with the Cause as I unpack culture and difference in just ten minutes. That, my friends, is the sound of a paintbrush, which means it's time for Art Echo. Anyone can want to be a revolutionary, but not all will cross that threshold. Later, when you hear from Pierce when we did our interview, I'm going to explore this theme of why some people don't cross the threshold. Before that, though, I want to talk about some of the things that stood out to me for today's Art Echo segment. So just imagine this you're walking into the museum, and as soon as you walk in, you see a big X on the wall with these vibrant hues of neon pink and neon yellow, green, and blue. When you see this, it's enticing. It makes you want to come in, like how people want to be a revolutionary. Another piece that stood out to me was this tribute to Huey P. Newton. For those who don't know, Huey P. Newton was the co-founder of the Black Panther Party with Bobby Seale. When you look at this image, the biggest things on the picture are Newton himself and these letters revolutionary. When you see that, that's what you're going to focus on. Another piece that stood out to me was this multi-layered image. When you first see it, you think that you're just seeing animals running around like a circle or a map. Yet when you step back, you see that it forms an afro. When I saw that, I was like, Whoa, it's levels to this? <laughs> That's a whole lot of art. In order to allow all of it to digest, let's take a passing period into the next segment.
0: These two series, they follow more of a personal connection to the others, contrasting with what I've seen in the social, what I've seen on TV, what I've seen on. The Internet. What do I see in a mirror,
1: basically? Right now, Cruz is is explaining his exhibit. Initially, he just wanted to talk about social issues because he wanted to uplift the minorities on his campus. Yet after going to a focus group, someone asked, why don't you focus on you? So that's what he decided to do. Yet even doing this, he still decided to put a social justice lens onto his personal experiences, and he says that he broke this exhibit into three parts. Each part looks at a different way that Cruz feels his identity is represented. In the first part, there is a mugshot of a black man with dreads, and Cruz says this is symbolic.
0: The first piece on the top left is called Thug. This one is like a response to um, news, like watching a lot of news stories, especially growing up, like since 2008, if you think about like the Darian Albert murder, I'm surprised it's still in my head. But um between that and a lot of other black on black crime or even police shootings, um, the perpetrator or the victim was someone with dreadlocks.
1: In another image... Cruz cosplays as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and there's a noose around his neck. Piece, this is the piece called, that's titled I, I Want It to, to be, be a revolutionary. revolutionary.
0: And this one kind of came from the idea of how scary it is to be any social any person that's trying to fight for social justice between Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. And not to mention this recently, we lost people who were protesting for Mike Brown's shooting getting hung, lynched, in this day and age. And it's really scary because as much as I want to help my people, I can get killed from it. So even doing this project in a way is scaring me too because it's like, am I going to end up dead next?
1: Then the last one that really stood out to me was this one where Cruz was in black and white and it was called I Don't See Color.
0: Using the race card oh, I Don't See Color. And a funny twist this does give me like a very 60s vibe for the civil rights movement because everything was black and white there. But just the idea of seeing color like, okay, you don't see color, but you still will see a darker shade of gray you're still going to see something different than your white skin. So you really do see something different than color. You just don't want to admit it. And also you're just ignoring my blackness. You're ignoring the brown in my skin, but it's still there no matter what you say you don't see.
1: At the beginning of the interview, I let Cruz kind of steer the conversation because I wanted him to talk about his art and his words. Once he was done describing his art to me, we had a conversation about some of the social issues stemming from his artwork.
0: Being nice about him? (laughs) Yeah, no.
1: And people like to say, oh yeah, he died for civil rights. Like, no, he was murdered. Like, he was killed. No, he got killed. No, he didn't just die, he was killed. Why do you think that people don't want to... Like, some reasons why people don't want to acknowledge who Dr. King was as a whole, and not just the pretty parts, but the kind of scary parts where he was talking about the war in Vietnam, and also, like, the economic um, deprivation of black communities in America.
0: So, like, just today, basically, it's just ignorance is bliss. I mean, people grow to time, and you want to change stories to fit their narrative, to make it seem like America wasn't the killer. So, it came at a cost. Basically, whatever... They basically whatever means to make America look great is the (laughs) So
1: make America great again? Yeah.
0: That's the only reason why I feel (laughs) like this man is being humanized as a god when they made him seem like he was public enemy number one.
1: As you digest those thoughts and reflect on the art that I echoed at the beginning, I'm going to leave you with three places that you need to visit if you're in Chicago or if you're in other areas in the U.S. First, this goes without saying, but you got to visit the Stony Island Arts Bank on 67th and Stony Island. This bank actually archives the entire repertoire of Johnson Publishing Company. Johnson Publishing Company was a black publishing house that circulated magazines like Ebony and Jet, which when I was talking to somebody who grew up in the 80s, he said that these were staples for the black community. And I really like that quote. So these staples were coming from Johnson Publishing Company and when you go to the Stony Island Arts Bank you just see this huge library with all these books and just like that X that was at the beginning of the museum it draws you in it makes you want to learn more. Another place that you must, must, must visit if you're in the Chicago area is the former residence of Ida B. Wells Barnett that is located on 34th and King Drive. Ida B. Wells Barnett was one of the founders of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, or the NAACP. She was an investigative journalist and she led an anti-lynching crusade, so she has a rich legacy that you can revel in if you visit her residence. Finally, if you got the bread, you can go to Washington, D.C. and visit the Smithsonian because just like with this exhibit, you'll never want to leave and it's not something that you can do in one take. That's all the time we have. Before you go, let's hear some of the contributors to today's piece. First, I want to thank my friend Pierce Cruz for allowing me to share his story and contributing to today's episode. Pierce, I wish you all the best of luck and I hope that you won't forget me once you secure the bag. If you all find yourself stopping by Stony Island Arts Bank, make sure to check out Projections, where Pierce's six pieces are. Finally, I want to thank you all. Without your continued support, this rebel with a cause would not be able to take her journey of deconstructing difference. Thanks for listening.